Is it the end of the world? Yes, it is the end of the world. And it's also the beginning. The beginning of a brand new, solid, juggalo world for us all to enjoy. We'll never die alone. Yeah! What is up? We're back. How you doing? We're back. Um, We're here. My name is Kyle, a.k.a. Keezy, and this is my main man. Carver Carvey Law, y'all. Yes, sir. And we are we are back. <laughs> Live here in your face. This is the first time back without anyone else on the show in like three or four episodes now. It's been it's been a minute. About time. <laughs> yeah, so I mean we love we love our guests, but man, like sometimes we just gotta you just gotta fucking do what you know how to do. Yeah, you know. It, it it can be rough with guests sometimes, but you know we love them. We do. We love all of our guests. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, let's see what's up. Um, so last week, uh, we discussed the Pug Ugly episode, or it was the Pug Ugly episode. We discussed the album Pug Ugly. I've been listening to the shit out of Pug Ugly, dude. Haven't been listening to it much, but um. Last week I was a little off, so I would like to go back and listen to it. I'll, I'll give you my CD today. So, Carver's yeah. dumbass didn't pick one up at the gathering. Didn't pick one up, but yeah. I, you, I'll let you borrow mine because I picked up a lot of shit, but for some reason I didn't pick that up. Well, it's it's dope. I mean, I, I've can, I've settled on '80s rock ballad being like one of my favorite ICB songs, like it's, of all time. Yeah, I love it. Really That's love. Crazy it. man. Really, I, really I mean, love it's it. cool. So good, dude. And then, and then after last, we didn't even bring it up last week. I don't know if we knew yet, but five of the songs were Mikey Clark songs. We found we found that out. Yeah, I didn't know last week. The first five songs, which were Pug Ugly, uh, Abracadabra, I'm Ugly, Scrub Gang, and whatever the Afraid of Life or whatever the fuck it's called. I think we had suspicions that Mikey Clark produced it but i don't know if we mentioned it there's some real funky shit happening in a couple yeah. of those beats that scream mikey clark now that i know especially i'm like oh yeah obviously yeah. man the album's good Whew. yeah man i mean it's just more it's just more proof more uh you know speculation that mikey clark is doing the sixth yeah i hope so and maybe and you speculated that maybe that's why they didn't put him on the liner notes they're like they're kind of like keeping it under wraps, yeah, like that. close to the chest at the at this point. But man, uh, I I said like, dude, if you said if you had told me like produced yeah. by Mikey, if there was a sticker on here that said produced yeah, by Mikey Clark, I would have like jizzed in my pants dude, prior to even buying this shit. Yeah, that, I mean that, that was a missed opportunity in marketing. Wow, like I would have bought it right then and there. No shit, man. I skipped it just because I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just a seed. I, I could see that maybe like maybe not doing that because like maybe it'll make Shaggy the Airhead and Devereaux sad. Yeah, maybe it's like, yeah, don't blow up one producer and not the others. But I mean, they literally got tagged tagged beats on the fucking last Joker's card. They're good. They're yeah. fine. Yeah, I man. believe, you know, I, I, I agree with that. But, you know, like uh, it missed opportunity marketing. We, I'm very, very happy that Mikey Clark's working with them. I mean, this sounds like what I want ICP to sound like in 2022. Yeah. You know, this fucking this album is it's pure gold, man. Pure fucking gold. Well, that's good, man. I'm I'm, I'm hoping the Joker's card is like mind blowing if he produces it. God, what, what if they just do this and then still don't have him work on the six? 
<laughs> what the what fuck? The, yeah, what the fuck? I mean, the fact that they're still working with Mikey or Mike P also tells me that I, I would expect to see at least both of these guys on the sixth. Um, I, I would be shocked if there wasn't a Shaggy the Airhead at this point, like beat on there too, and Akuma. I, I have a feeling they're still going to do the mix and match shit. I don't. Yeah, probably, but I, I don't prefer. If, we if don't prefer it. If they're getting Mikey Clark, they need to, uh, an entire album. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mikey Clark and the Boys, mm-hmm. just you know, completely produced by him in the studio. You know, no other, no other hands in the cookie jar. Yeah. Dude, I um, that's the those those are my favorite album. You know, when I, when they're working together like that, those to me are the albums that come out the best. Yeah, man, I agree. But I, when I was watching that DC Fago guy recommended watching that podcast interview with Mikey Clark from last year. I can't remember the guys. I, I'll be honest, I didn't really like the guy doing the podcast. I thought he was kind of a dork, but I mean, I'm a dork too, but in a different way. Yeah, we're dorks. But this guy, he was a little bit of a dork, but. He, um, Mikey, he dropped, Mikey Clark was dropping bombs on there, man. He's, I mean, this is a year ago, you know, so keep that in mind, but he's just given a lot of insight and information on the, how they recorded Malenko and like the, he, he, he'll tell you the mixers he used and everything. It's fucking crazy. Um, but he also did mention in that video, uh, I'm almost confident he mentioned doing another murder mix. Yeah. He mentioned doing another Mikey Clark's murder mix. I mean, yeah, I would definitely I would, you know, gladly take that. Yeah. But man, I wish those were vinyls. Bring those out. Oh, put, yeah. Fucking press those up in vinyls. That'd be dope. I would cop those instantly. You know? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Well, he did, he did give props. And I'll segue into this. Um, he said, he, he, he was mentioning a few ICP songs. That he, they talked about the all summer long situation and Kid Rock and shit like that. He did confirm that he made that beat for ICP for a gathering release for like whatever year that was coming out. And he said he was playing in the studio and he just, he's, he's like, I'm sorry, I messed up my segue, but I just remember this. He, he mentioned that, uh, he's like, yeah, Bob, kid rock. He's like, Bob doesn't really like respond much. He's like, but I don't know something in me. I was like, why don't you listen to this, Bob? Like he played him the all summer long shit. And he said, he was like, nah, whatever. But then he said later on the day, he's like, I knew he'd respond like that, but I just showed it to me. Then he said later on the day, he's like, I can't get that out of my head. Play that for me. (laughs) And he did. And I, he fucking stole it from the clowns. You son of a fucking bitch. Bob, God, Bob, Bob, bitchy. Fuck you, Bob. (laughs) I don't like the producer's tag. Yeah. None of us do. Yo, Keezy and Carver, you hear my new album? Oh, I have it. You I know didn't. what? I did. I was listening to it. Did you? Um, so little ninja, <laughs> this little ninja talking. Yeah, he, he put out. He put out a, another album of beats. It's on mm-hmm. SoundCloud. I actually downloaded the SoundCloud app just to listen to it. Okay, that's how much I'm, I'm supporting my little homie, little ninja. But fuck yeah, I listened to a few of the beats. They're pretty dope, man. They're cool. Yeah, but I got to listen to him. I haven't yet. He does have like an intro where he's talking. It's pretty spooky. And like, he's telling like, a, it's, he's putting some lore down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So his, his beats have lore, believe it or not. Wow. A little ninja lore. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll have to get more into that, but it was dope. Check out yeah. little ninja on SoundCloud. Um, oh, Mikey Clark was saying, uh, he, for some reason they brought up like something. He's like, yeah, I mean, some of the shit I did, like, I mean, one, one of the songs I really like, which one was it off of death pop? It, it had the whistle. Talking about forever, obviously. Mm. Like, I really like that, you know. Like, uh, I don't know what he was talking about. He's just like started mentioning like random songs, like he really dug, like, <laughs> which is cool. Well, I remember when Bang Paboon came out, and I, there was an there was an either some sort of written interview or something I read where it was either Mikey Clark talking or Violent J talking about working with Mikey Clark. I can't remember which one, but 
they'd mentioned Mikey Clark brought back, like when they got back together in the studio, the reason why it was so important since the last time they worked with him on Tempest, the reason why this bang pow boom was so important because they did it. They're, they're bringing, they're doing it back like old school shit again. Okay. Mikey Clark was even using old school equipment from when they did the original oh. Joker's cards. He, he dusted off that equipment, busted it back out. Okay. Busted it back out. Old the records and the samples they were using. And that's why, and I think uh death pop is the same way. That's why bang, mm. boom and death pop are so, you know, they're, they're, they're in that vein like, of those Joker's it, cards. It's, it's not just ICB rapping on the beats. Like it's yeah. enmeshed. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, so if they do that, you know, if they kind of rekindle that again, you know, bring that shit out, you know, get back in the studio. I mean, it, we're going to get another. I feel like they were doing that on this. Yeah. I don't know if they were, but I, I, I truly would listening to this. I, I was feeling like this is like deeper than just them like rapping on these beats. Yeah. It really feels like that. Yeah. I mean, I, it might just be by confirmation bias or whatever, but it really like I, I got that vibe. I hope so, man. I really do. Yeah. Um, but that said, speaking of death pop. It's the fucking tenth anniversary of the mighty death pop. Yeah, it, two thousand uh, the fourteenth back in two thousand twelve. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> three hand, three hand clap. Wow, for death pop. I do that with my dick. <laughs> but yeah. um, no, but yeah, yeah, death pop, man. Uh that's a great album. Yeah. One of my favorite packaged albums in the second deck as well. Very dope. Packaging. Love love it, man. God, I, I, I need to get me a copy like that. Yeah. Gage Von Wilde said in the Discord that his the record store near him can get copies like that for 10 bucks. What? Yeah. I may, may, maybe I shouldn't have put that out there. Don't be hitting up Gage Von Wilde for no $10 death pops. But, man, like I was like, fuck, dude. I would travel. I would go there to get a cut. Co- like, I would get all three copies. Yeah. For 10 bucks a piece. Absolutely. <laughs> What's up, Gage? What <laughs> speak is of up? the devil. Yeah, as soon as you uh, as soon as you speak his name, he wow. pops up in the chat. It's incredible. Yeah, uh, didn't talk much about it last week. Man, it was real fun hanging out with Gage. Oh yeah, it was an honor. It was. It was an honor hanging out with Salt Gage. of the Earth. Yes, I mean, cool guy, man. Yeah, he made a cool like uh, Instagram post shouting us out and said yeah. thanks for letting us uh, hang and shit. So I mean, he was real cool. I mean. Instant, instant homie. Oh yeah, man. Like, uh, instant homie felt like I knew him forever, Mm -hmm. you know, like immediately trust, like you come to my house, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That type of shit. Like cool dude. I know. I wish he lived here. Yeah. Live closer. He'd be, he'd be a regular. Um, but yeah, man, uh, fucking death pop 10th anniversary. I mean, you can't really get much better. I mean, we should probably should have waited to. You know, review it. But you know what? The um, I thought this was interesting. So that was the last time Mike worked with them, right? So it's been another fucking decade. Yeah, man. So between, so what was the last album he actually was? I mean, he. I know he did. He produced the Tempest, but we've confirmed he wasn't in the studio for the Tempest. Yeah. So the last album he was probably in studio with them was what? Bizarre. Before the Tempest, yeah. Because it wasn't Shangri-La or Hell's Pit. Yeah, Bizarre was 2001. Bizarre was 2000. So that 2000. Puts, so between that and Bang Pal Boom, which was 2009, which right? Was pretty much a decade. Almost a decade. Yeah. And now he's back a decade yeah, later. they take decade-long breaks, man. What the so, fuck, dude? Yeah, dude, it's and crazy. You know what's crazy? Is he took two decade-long breaks 
And he still spent a full decade making the best music they ever made. Yeah. <laughs> he spent the first decade making the best music they ever made. Disappears. Comes back in a decade and makes the best music they made that decade. Comes back in a decade and Dude, God fucking knows what he's going to do it's, this time. It's like a band. It's like a band you love. You love you grew you you know you you love that band because of all the members and then they lose their their guitarist yeah and they get a new guitarist and it's not the fucking same it's still okay but yeah you're right you know what I'm saying yeah it's, it happens with corn it happened with corn it happened with Limp Biscuit it happened with so many fucking bands yeah you know it, or they lose their their lead singer yeah and they you know they replace you know some they lose a they lose a pivotal point of the group yeah you're right uh, uh you know. The one of the foundation, one of the pillars, and that's what Mikey Clark is. He's a pillar of ICP. He, so. he he created the sound with them. Yes, it wasn't just those two dudes. Those two dudes are not responsible for ICP sound. Exactly. I mean that that's that's how I've always seen it. Mikey Clark is 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 the pillar. He's the guitarist, and when that whenever that guitarist or whenever that that pillar comes back, it's like it's it's whole again. Yeah, man. And you're like, oh god, yeah, this is it. You know, like it's just like they work. It's just such a match made in heaven that it's just it's such a shame they just can't like pay that man whatever the fuck he, he needs like. If you if you're going to keep making music, just keep paying Mikey Clark at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What in the fuck, bro? Yeah, but we we got to keep buying shit so the clowns can <laughs> afford to pay him. I mean, I know, I, you know, it all it all comes it all starts with us, man. <laughs> it all starts with us. <laughs> you're right. We're not going to get IC. We're not going to get the best music from ICP if like they're not making the money to do it. You know. Yeah, I guess so. Because you got to think, we ask for a fucking gathering every year, which breaks their bank. Mm -hmm. And then we're asking for them to like, you know, the most important producer they've ever had. We want that on every album. You know, it's just it's we're asking too much. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe we we could ask for it if we're if they're making enough money to money. Yeah. Money talks. So, yeah, I'm sure there's st- they're making enough money, bro. They, all they have to do. Why don't they do this, by the way? Oh, I want to bring this up. Did you see the new merch they put up on their Yes. That store. What do you think about that? Here, I'm gonna pull. It I up. like it. I like the hats, especially yes. the black and white hats. Those are very yes. tight. Um, I want to bring this up because uh, they keep doing this shit. Where they release shit with with the um, OG Joker's cards on it. Well, they didn't do it for a long time, and then all of a sudden, like last year, the year, you know, and they started like dropping old school shit again. Yeah, what was about this jersey is very tight. This is image, dive. yes. Like I like how they took bits of every um, Joker's card. If it wasn't two hundred, I I I was thinking about getting that Look, one. even this long sleeve i just rocked that in the first bucks. deck i mean that's almost like taylor made for us yeah <laughs> you wow know, first, yeah first deck you know what i mean and then look even these shirts with um it's got yeah. like the little it's got the joker's cards on the back yeah those those are really cool it even has two question marks <laughs> yeah I, I really like the picture of the yeah. eras you know yes the, the, you know this is kind of like what our, what our homeboy did uh the art Joker's gallery guy. Yeah. But he kind of made art similar to that, you know, Mm -hmm. but here's, here's, here's my point. This is what they were saying in the discord. They said that these shirts are so dope, which I agree, but they're just too busy. Give me a fucking Joker's card on a black shirt. Yeah. If they, well, they they just did that. They did. But why don't they just keep those consistently on their website for 30 bucks a piece? They should. I would buy a a couple a year just when they wear out and shit. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 yeah, those are the staples. It's one of those things where they, they got to pull back on it. Because there will be too many in circulation. Maybe. And then, you know, the luster will wear off and people won't buy them as much. They got to pull back for a while. 
let 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 the ones in circulation get ruined and people want more. <laughs> I see. I get and it. then release it again. <laughs> you know, spanking new and you know, it, it, same shit would happen. You know, I've had Joker card shirts and they're all fucking gone. You know, yeah. so I wanted. You know, yeah, you, you're you're you might be right. Um, these hats are very dope. I, I would get. Probably the Malenko. Just because, I, I I went. Yeah, I'm getting the snapbacks. I'm not going to. I'm not going for those uh, other ones. But yeah, the snapbacks. I would probably get since I I want all of them, man. I Fuck know. it. I know, man. They're <laughs> God all. God damn it. They're all dope. You sons of fucking bitches. Bro, I, I mean, uh, if I didn't just drop like three hundred dollars at the gathering, I would come here and drop another three hundred dollars on yeah. shit. I just all I want to do is I want to be a Merchalo again. I think all I want to do is choke a bitch, <laughs> roll up a doobie and smoke, bitch. <laughs> yeah look at this hell's pit jacket bro what is this he said uh violent Jay, the country singer says i don't uh like just the heads design uh what for the hats or the uh shirts or bro what is this is this like a that's a looks a like a windbreaker dope, it looks kind of like a windbreaker i want that look i just saw this too this calm shirt is very dope look it's just the picture and it has that cool icb hey, hey hey calm down all right all right <laughs> just chill man you're good i do oh man that re yellow wraith shirt is dope <laughs> i know now we're just like looking at merch we just want everything guys hey buy some more barkle brothers merch <laughs> and then uh or buy some more cartoon nightmares shit and we can buy uh some of this shit for us okay your whole line is just heads <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Right. Nevertheless, whatever. Hey, man, I'm a simple guy. You give me some heads. Give me some head. I like. I'm. I'm in. Good one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even those bang pow boom. Even the new. Uh, <sighs> oh yeah, the, this one. I mean, like these new card ones are really sweet. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love that's those. That's dope. Like the way they're doing that. Those are. Those I love are, the bang pow boom. All three. I'd, I'd rock all three of these shirts. Yeah, those are all dope. And the Fred, Fred, Fred is Fury. dope. Yeah. But by the way, shining for forty bucks. Just bought it at the gathering for twenty. Hold on, why did they stop at Fred? Where's uh, lot missing link and shit? Oh no, there it they is. got missing link. Yeah, they they just, just haven't made a yum yum yet. It's cool shit, man. I want to go here and just buy all kinds that, of shit. That, what? That uh, Fred shirt. Right this there? One, yeah. That's kind of cool. That one's very dope. I've, I think I saw yeah. a couple people wearing anyway, it. Anyway, I know. Look it. at us. Sorry. Look at us here. But uh, man, but yeah, man. Like I, I was still kind of. I was still kind of on that gathering high last week. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was literally the day after. I mean, we That's had true. just saw ICP the previous night. I felt like shit. You know, I got a little toasty the night before, a little a, a little tipsy. And, okay. you know, I was feeling like shit Sunday. But uh, it was hard to, you know, it was like a come down, you know. It's like a come I down off a of high, right? Mm, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, I know. mean, that was asking a lot to do the show the day after. But, you know, we're trying yeah. to stay consistent. We're trying, yeah. just trying to. Stay on top of shit, you know? So it, it was rough, but we we did it. But that said, like, I, I listened to that episode, and I think we did, like, we didn't completely capture all the essence of Ew. the weekend. Um, I, Let me see. I think I had a couple notes I wanted to bring up. If you had anything, please do. I'm just saying, like, it was it, it was, it was fun, man. Uh, you know, I wanted to give shout outs, and I appreciate everyone that we hung out with, you know, that came up and said hi, and, uh, you know, just... Hang, hanging out with you know awesome people was honestly just the highlight of the weekend for me oh know? yeah for sure dude um we're, we know. we got uh we're supposed to be having uh 
our ice sculptor homies, Corey and Lisa, on here. I, they haven't joined us yet, uh, but they, you know, they were some cool-ass motherfuckers. I look forward to hanging out with him again here. Um, yeah, the ice. I've been... Uh, I don't know. I've been... I wanted to go out and take some liberties and call them the ice climbers or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I, but I don't know if they'd like that. But mm. either way... They were cool people. I mean, you know, hanging out with Gage was awesome. I mean, he was he was pretty much chilling the whole weekend. Yeah, you know, kept it consistent, kept it, kept, you know, kept it humble and on a level head. You know, sometimes yeah. it's good to have people like that around, keep you, you know, keep you in check and shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you want to? Do you want? You did put together a little music video. I did. You yeah. Want, you want to show that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, I'm going to show you this little music video Carver threw together of some footage we took of the gathering. And uh, so check it out. Enjoy. We'll throw this up on our YouTube after. All right. Like a period, yeah. I bet you 
Great job. Great fucking job. Get geek. <laughs> that was cool, man. I never, oh, yeah. I'll never get tired of watching that. Well, you know, man, that's, you know, I just tried to cap- capture the essence. I think you of did. the weekend, you know. You did. Leaving all the weird dick sucking contests out of it. <laughs> all the, you know, buttholes and. The debauchery. Yeah. Yeah, you know, decided to leave a little bit of that out. That's you know? okay. But hey, I thought it, I thought it captured, you know, you know, the the other side of the coin, right? We'll let the other Juggalo podcast post all the the buttholes. Yeah, say. I mean, if you want, you want buttholes, you know, they're they're you, you can find it elsewhere. <laughs> but uh, that was anyway, good shit, man. Good shit. So, uh, let me see. He's still still waiting on our guest. He hasn't joined yet. Let me make sure he hasn't uh, messaged me yeah. real quick. But uh, yeah, man. Gathering high, come down, you know. I think I'm, I think I'm over it now. Yeah, you I know? think so. I think I was, you know. It took me a little bit, but uh, there was definitely, you know, there was definitely some uh, things <clears throat> I learned this year, such as, well, you know, you gotta really just gotta look where you, you know, you gotta think about where you look because every. You know, every crowd you see or group of people you see is not always what you want to see in the middle of that. Hmm. Okay. So, you know. Buttholes. Uh, one thing that <laughs> one thing that uh, I thought was a fucking epidemic this year was the whippets. Oh, I mean, that's that's been that's been around for a while. Is that, is that just a juggalo thing now? Whippets? It, it's it's a cheap way to get high. Yeah. Is and that it, really it, cheaper than weed? Honestly, well, it's like a cheap, it's like a cheap upper, like it's like a real quick cheap upper. Okay, I believe is what it whippets are. I've never done a whip. I don't know. I know I, it kills your brain cells. Yeah, I'm scared. I haven't, I, I haven't done them either. But it doesn't last long, yeah. so you got to keep doing them. I was at a party once where people were like were do like I didn't know they would be doing whippets. Yeah, and I was there. I think with Max's girlfriend, and uh, we were there, and like people are passing, like selling whippets and doing like yeah. everybody's like I'm like like you want one? I'm like no. But that's how everyone there was having fun. I was like, we yeah. dipped like within 20 minutes. I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm more of a Jankum guy myself. <laughs> yeah, of but, course. But, you know. Of course. Jankum you know, for life. Yeah, you know. So, you know, I will admit that I, I you know, I'm pretty close to a lot to buttholes. Because, you know, that's how, that's where, you know, you got to get Jankum somehow. True. So That's true. You know, so I'm, I'm lying. Well, I, I mean, do, I really do love buttholes. And you're already huffing. You might as well huff yeah. whippets. Yeah, you know. So. The the amount of whippet con- containers on the ground was like, uh, it was an, it was far yeah. too many. Well, you know, when I'm at the gathering, most of my time was spent in the porta potty because of Jankum. <laughs> you know, so I mean, <laughs> okay, 
Was the there was one porta potty that had a CPN uh, mugshot <laughs> sticker? <laughs> there was. I, I, it was funny. There was only one. I was looking around to see if there's any more like CPN, yeah, fucking, like contraband. There was one sticker of CPN. Like <laughs> it was his mugshot. He looked really bad in it, and it was like slapped on the side of that uh, porta potty. Yep. But <laughs> they said they were every, uh, Gage is saying they were everywhere. You talking about the whippets yeah, or the so. uh, the whippet canisters or the CPN stickers? I only saw one CPN sticker, and then it was funny. I was like, you know what? when we were walking into the gathering, I was like, I got to piss. I'm going to go to the CPN porta potty. And when I got there, it was locked. <laughs> like, why the fuck was that porta potty locked? There was a legit lock on that. Porta-potty. That is funny. And then we were talking about it. It was like CPN's in there. He's like, he's hiding. So he doesn't, <laughs> he's like listening to the show. Like, why would he put, it, why would he put his sticker on the side? Oh <laughs> uh, man. So funny. speculation CPN was at the gathering, but he was locked in a porta potty. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're, that's our story. And we're sticking to it. Yeah. Yeah. There were whippets cancers all over the ground i mean yeah i don't know what i mean it's just oxygen right it's like it's like a surge of oxygen to your brain so it like gets you it gets you that i think it's nitrous right yeah yeah, so so it's just like when the dentist gives you that shit like makes you loopy for a few seconds but at the dentist they give it to you constantly so like you're always loopy but i think that's like like with whippets, you don't know how much you're getting i I think it's just all shit like that and i don't know i'm i'm scared of anything that people could uh die from i've heard people die from like huffing shit so i don't fuck yeah. with it well you know that's why you stick to jenkins man yeah. is jenkins safe it's it's natural yeah uh there there were a couple things uh so i watched the uh i watched a little bit of that uh i didn't see it live but i went back and watched a little bit of the uh palcast okay that was at the gathering and it was pretty it was pretty cool i mean they they were just dicking around on stage for a while killing time uh, they had like a pie eating contest. Shaggy was like throwing up in a box. Um, his wife was up there. Uh, Renee, Renee Lucha, who was, who was a very attractive woman. Shaggy. Good, good job, bud. Sure. sure. I, I, you know, I've, I've honestly never looked up Shaggy's wife, so I don't, I didn't really know much about her. I've but actually only seen that one picture of him, like at a wedding or something yeah. where like it's him and it, her. Yeah. She looks cute in that picture, yeah. but that's the only picture I've ever seen. But she like holds it down. She like, she, she basically, they like, she, she was, goes, she goes in there and runs shit. She was like a sit, like being the assistant or whatever, the producer. Yeah. But like she, she's not just the assistant. Like she fucking like, she runs them. She's like, she's like, you do this. And they like, listen, Oh, they're like, they, they, they literally are her bitches. Good. Like so she should be. Yeah, she's, she's, she's a queen. Yeah, she bit. She she's a queen. But uh, it, yeah. Anyway, uh, she she's cool as fuck. Anyway, Shaggy's got her a winner. Got him a winner. You know, don't fuck it up. I, I doubt he is. He's been with her for a while. So yeah, Shaggy seems like a good man. Yeah, we're good so, family we're, man. We're, we're talking about that last night. Yeah, we we're. we're uh, I came over last night. We we're working on some uh, shit, working on some, uh, you know, stuff for the show or whatever. But uh, we we're talking about that last night. They, they, you know, I don't think it, maybe they don't think they have to, but like, I would like to see, like, we we're talking about a, sh- a light, sh- you know, shined more on like the family man side of like the clowns. Yeah, right. Man, for sure. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like I get it. They have a reputation and image to uphold, but I mean, I, the, the veil's been lifted. The internet's out. We, oh. we know you have a wife. We've seen you at a fucking wedding with no yeah. make. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like we songs like Queens, I guess, are little uh, insights into that. But, um, you know, I, I would like to see like little candid videos of shagging his family and shit. I just think that'd be, I don't know. Cool. I, and, I, and I'm just, I'm, I marvel at literally how mentally strong Shaggy is mm. to be able to 
keep a family, keep a wife, mm-hmm. stay loyal, and like beat alcoholism and shit. Yeah, you know? man. It's, it's just especially being a fucking rock star. Yeah, too. dude. It's 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 not easy. You know. Yeah. Beating alcoholism like to the point he was at where he was like drinking fifths of vodka. I mean, that's yeah. like homeless on the street. You know, like crackhead shit. Like you're you're waiting until the liquor store opens so you can go in and get your cheap fucking vodka. It is like, electric Kool Aid. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's crazy. But you know, he he was able to beat it. And uh, it just seems like he's he's just like light years beyond like mentality beyond what Jay is. Like, uh, yeah, uh, I think that he he's an obvious good example of, uh, you know, being able to live that lifestyle, but yeah. still like rock the family unit, you know? Yeah. So, so it's it, it would be cool to have some more insight into that. Not saying not, you know. Giving credit to Jay, he loves his kids. He of definitely, course, yeah. you know, he loves his kids, and and I understand that he has a good relationship with Sugar Slam. I hope so. And um, but it just it just seems like as far as like where they're at, you know, mentally, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I feel it. Like they're 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 much more like um, like we all know Jay has problems, obviously, but um, that, that hasn't been on display as much with Shaggy. But the fact that like you see, you know that he's sober and shit. Like you know he's like tackling those demons. Like seeing those insights is is mm-hmm. fun and interesting to us. He, uh, I mean, we're, we're doing a, you know, obviously this is, you know, it, this is about Shaggy today. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go into Shaggy, you know. But you gotta you gotta go into Jay too a little bit. The uh, seminar, I noticed watching the seminar. I didn't. I was outside of the tent when it was live and I just walked away because I was like, I, I'm not fucking with this, but I, I went back and watched a little bit of it online and Jay just looked like he was, he was like looking down on the floor. He was like, he just, he just looked like he was like a, you know, like he was, he was looking down. He was like, he was like shaking his leg. He was pacing. Mm. He just looked like he was so out of place mm. and like he was nervous and just, you know, like he, he always looks like he's on the verge of, 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 of having an attack, like a panic attack. Maybe. I mean, I was just thinking like, you might be onto something cause like, I mean, I guess Shaggy hasn't had really any more practice, but you know, there might be something to the fact that Jay might have like some kind of anxiety about like just talking in front of people, you yeah. know, some people like have a fear of public speaking, but they can still fucking like sing in front of an audience or whatever, you know, maybe some shit like he's comfortable on a stage, but just talking in front of people yeah. about his feelings and shit. Maybe he's like just really fucking anxious about that. Yeah, man. Shaggy does a podcast, so he probably doesn't have as much of that just by the nature of talking openly. Oh, the Shaggy loves to fucking talk. He won't shut up half the time on his podcast. I mean, Keegan's got to tell him like, shut up. You're interrupting me. He don't even, I was watching the one with Vampiro. Not I think it was last year when they did that one. I was watching that one. Cause I was just on a palcast kick. Yeah. And like he would not shut the fuck up and let Vampiro talk. I'm like, dude, I want to hear what Vampiro says. Can you <laughs> shut up? But, uh, no, I think, I think, uh, the pal, or I think that, uh, um, the seminar in particular, they're talking about a touchy subject that I think Jay is sensitive about. I will, yeah. He's sensitive about not because, not because he doesn't like that topic, but I think he knows like, he realizes that he's like a sex addict. Yeah, yeah, and that you know it, it's it's out there. And so he has to he has to choose his words wisely. Maybe. Yeah. So um, they're talking about that. Not you know for, for Jump City and Shaggy, it's no big deal. But yeah. I think it, it's a little more touchy with Jay. Which by the way, Shaggy or Jump City mentioned several porn stars that he likes. 
Somebody give me a list of those. I want to. I want to pull those up. Later. <laughs> so if you know the if you know the porn stars jump set he listed in that seminar, let me know. It was all big booty black chicks. I think. Yeah. Which is funny because he's married to like a Latina, right? I, yeah. I, know that. <laughs> I don't know if he still is. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to knock someone for you know like you know having a list of big booty black chicks. No, I, mean, who, I love who, big booty. Yeah. Who wouldn't? You I know? don't fucking love big booty black yeah. chicks. And next I mean, to big booty booty Latinas, I don't know which one I like more. Yeah. I mean, any big booty chick. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Black, white, yellow. Give me a green big booty chick. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, bro. Um, you know, we'll do a Kirk up in this motherfucker, you know. <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> Fucking aliens and shit. But um, yeah, it, either way, I, I think Jay, I think as far as that seminar, Jay knew it was a lame seminar. Okay. Maybe you're right. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it, it bothers Jump City and Shaggy as much. They just, they're just doing their job. They're like, Hey, this is what we got. Let's go out there and yeah, do it. We can talk about the subject and Jay yeah. has more of like a personal connection yeah, to it. But also I think Jay, like Jay is very anxious about, are the juggalos going to like this? Okay. Are the juggalos going to, are they going to care about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think he has, he has anxiety and anticipation with that constantly. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I think uh, if he, I bet if Jay just had more practice po podcasting, he'd be better yeah. because I think that just comes with, that's just the nature of doing a podcast, which essentially that's what that fucking Zen of love was where yeah. any imp improv conversation that people are just having on a stage is a podcast. If you ask yeah. me, so there's not many much structure to it. Like you just have to be talking about your real thoughts in front of people. Yeah. And that just comes like, and that's it. Having guests on a podcast is a good example of how, it shows that not everyone does have that inherently. You have to just kind of hone that samurai yeah. sword, you know? So not saying that we're some kind of experts, but we have had a lot of practice doing this shit for 81 episodes, not to mention as many Keezy shows that we did and yada, yada. Years, yeah. um, I think Jay doesn't have a problem with talking about his emotions and feelings. It's just like, I don't know. He, he's, he's, he's just one of those guys, man. He's, sometimes he's on, sometimes he's off. Sure. I think at the gathering in the moment around a crowd is it, it makes it different than rather being, you know, behind a camera online and type that type shit. So yeah, I feel that. But yeah, there I mean that was a big anticipation to see the seminar and they come out and they're talking about porn. I know. So it's <laughs> so whack. Everybody's just kind of like, eh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, so I think Jay knew that. He had that. He I I think Jay has that uh what do you want to call it? Self awareness? self-awareness and the, it, being able to connect that and understand it's like, Oh God, yeah. nobody really gives a shit about you this. You might be right. But you know, that said, he should have enough self-awareness to push through that and put on a fucking show yeah. as an entertainer. And that's your fucking job. But that I digress. Um, DC said that's new for Shaggy. Jay usually, uh, over talks in him in all past interviews. Which yeah. You are, you are right. I, that is true. But you know, when she, Outside, I think Jay is the only one that can do that. That yeah. can like kind of, you know, talk over Shaggy. Yeah, I mean, because Shaggy talks over all their yeah. fucking guests. You're right. I you're mean, right. like it's just Shaggy doesn't give a fuck, man. Yeah, you're right. He does. He does. He barrels <laughs> over everybody. I know when he dude, talks. It's, it's crazy. Funny. I think that just comes with a. I mean, and I don't mean this negatively. I think that's just an ego thing at that point. Like where you just like. You know, people are used to wanting to hear what the fuck you have to say. Yeah. So you just steamroll them when you talk, you know, but, yeah. but when you get two of those motherfuckers together, <laughs> one's probably going to outweigh them. But, mm -hmm. uh, Justin Manny said Shaggy's wife and Jay's mom for the six. The song is called queefs. Thanks for that. Justin Manny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was another thing. The latest pal cast. There was somebody that sent in super chat and said, hashtag 
Kuma for the six. Oh, really? People nice. are still saying that. Good. Just, just on the very, on just on the most recent podcast. I mean, good. I, I, I mean, I, I'm all for it. If that happens, I, you won't see me disappointed at this point, especially after hearing Pug. I want. I'm voting for Mike at this point, unfortunately, but I'll, I'll gladly take. You will not hear me disappointed if it's yeah. Kuma, honestly. But if it's a mix of everyone, I'm gonna roll my eyes at it and try my best to love it, and I'm, I hope I do. You know what? You know what would be cool in a perfect world? What? If Mikey Clark does the sixth, but he not saying he needs to take Kuma under his wing, but he brings Kuma in the studio and says, this is how I do it all. Mm. This is how I get, you know what I mean? Basically apprentices, you know, Kuma in the style that Mikey Clark does it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know Kuma's got the talent. Yeah, of course. But you're saying just to show him more his style. Yeah. And yeah this is how for. I work with the clown. Here's how my mind Basic, works. Basically... When Jay and Shaggy are in the other room, Mikey Clark can sit down and says, this is how you rein these guys in. This is how you get them to do what you want them to do. Maybe. Yeah. That'd be, you know what I mean? That'd be nice. In a perfect world. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, man, whatever. <laughs> so I guess we're going to, we're not having our guest today. Uh, he hasn't tuned in yet. We'll see if yeah. he uh, comes. If, if they come through, we'll get him on. It's all good. Um, cool. Gage posted. Uh, hold on. He sent something. So if you ever want to see Shaggy's wife shock him with a collar and make him eat gross food, I would. DC says I would accept Mikey Kuma. Yeah, <laughs> there Mikey you go. Kuma, I would too. Um, all right, I'm gonna grab a drink and then we can just get into the album. Sound okay. good? Here, I'll, I'll start playing it so there's no um, awkward silence. Oh, I, by the way, real quick, I will comment on this. I listened to we would listen to most of Stale Wind today. Mm-hmm. Now we won't go into it, but to me, I'll just speak for myself. To me, it's just more of the same, and you already know how I feel. So. That's really all I have to say about it. I tried, I man. I really am trying. So yeah, that's yeah we were listening to it. I mean, it, you know, there was a few beats I thought were obnoxious. That mm-hmm. was just kind of like anxiety kind of noises like that gave me anxiety. But, you know, I see, you know, ICP has made music that has that as well. I sure. mean, I mean, there's a song on, on, on this album that does that to me. So she's shining in the mud over there. I don't know. Let me grab my drink. You want, do you want a bang or anything? Let's no. go grab it. Oh, shit. It's an old cassette tape, man. Check this out. No doubt. Does it say anything? F-T-F-O-M-F. What the fuck is that? Fuck if I know. But I think I got an old cassette deck in the house. Let's go see if it still works. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go check this shit out. <laughs> That's a great right, question, Justin on. Manny. Great question. <laughs> he says, everybody talks about Vinny in the shockumentary, but what about that other group of kids with the blonde chick and the Pantera mom? <laughs> blonde chick and the Pantera mom? Yeah, there was a blonde chick, and then there was the one uh, kid where it was like, well, what? They were friends of Vinny's? Or I don't know. I, don't, I think they were different kids, huh. but the one kid... I don't remember. They asked him, was like, well, what are your, he was like, my mom doesn't like this shit. She's like, she loves Pantera. And they like had, they had like an interview of her. And I think she was on like a tractor. She was like mowing the grass. It was like a picture. That. It's been so long since I watched that. That's really funny. Though. That's a good question. What happened to Choco? Did she die yet? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I remember Choco's. That's dir- fucked up, man. Choco's dirty socks was a funny. Um, <laughs> Choco. Oh yeah. That was, that was meme. That, that and, then the, meme. and then the uh, Santanic. Yeah. Santanic. Yeah, that mower picture is classic. <laughs> <laughs> even AU Stalker said, "What about Choco too?" I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah man. There was some class. What about the dude that like hired him to clean the pools? Remember that guy? 
He's like, yeah, I hired him for a little bit. You know, they just they just like to get right there in the dirt grime and the you know. <laughs> I forgot. He was like that. cleaning the pool and shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, dude, I've watched that documentary a thousand times. I, mean, I, I literally just watched it last year. Like me and me and my brothers watched it. Okay. I probably legit haven't watched the full thing since 1998. Really? Yeah. I fucking dude. I, but in 1998, I probably watched it 100 times. That was like, but. I mean, it's been in rotation for like since it came out in my life. Man, I love that shit. I I, I, re, I will rewatch that. He said that black dude with the blue hat looked like genuine. <laughs> what? I don't know. What he's talking about. Hat. I don't remember that. The girl was super cute. Echo Siphine said. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah, yeah. Is she uh, is she the one where they're talking about like Jay's shoes? They were like in the car after the show, and he's like, "Look, I got Jay's shoes." Oh, I do remember that a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up the documentary and skim through it. Oh, but just talking about this song. This song is dope as fuck. I love this song. We both love. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, this is a video. I'm sure everybody's seen this video. It's great. Oh yeah, we should have played that. Great song. Oh well. Say Clown Posse original documentary. I'm just gonna skim through it real quick. I oh, there's the mom on the tractor right there. Hold on. Hold on. All, all these, all these people in the documentary are now are now in their forties, if not fifties. Oh, Jesse is one guy. Look at him. Yeah. Oh, there's the mom on the tractor. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. She's like, I like Pantera and Megadeth and shit. Hold on. Suck. They're filthy. They're vile. They're raunchy. They can't carry a tune. They can't even carry a rap. They suck. It's just not her taste in music. <laughs> My mom likes white zombies. I like a little bit of Pantera, a little bit of white zombies. That lady does not like Pantera <laughs> and white no zombies. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way, bro. Way past a parent's worst nightmare. Oh my god. One time I came home from school and all my CDs were gone. He took all my CDs over my grammar. <laughs> yeah, what happened to these kids, man? Yeah. Let's get let's try to get this guy on the show. <laughs> that that kid on the left is funny, man. I still go, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's like all young and shit. He's like, I still go, I don't give a fuck. Is this the blonde they're talking about? I think so. <laughs> I'll have to go back and rewatch that shit, man. It's been too long. She seemed like a fucking like sweetheart like you know super nice yeah. and like just soft spoken <laughs> oh shit but uh another part of that shockumentary shockumentary I really uh remembered was the guy that got the riddle box tattoo hmm I don't know man. yeah he's getting the riddle box tattoo and the guy like they're actually recording him as he's getting it and shit and they're like kind of asking him like what do you think about this in like 50 years he's like well I don't, I don't know it's it's with me now I mean I, there's nothing I can do about it what's funny is he probably never thought about it yeah. he's like oh, oh shit <laughs> whoops <laughs> like back then like the internet didn't exist they're like oh shit that kid is Vin Dustin who the fuck is Vin Dustin I don't know is he, is he, is he trolling us can we get him on the show <laughs> If anybody knows anyone that was in this documentary, have them reach out. Tell or tell me, and I'll reach out. Boom. She was the one that was wearing all the shirts. Oh yeah, I do remember yeah, that. And they're like speeding up. She's taking all the shirts off. I, I think. should. I should do a video of that with all my shirts. Yeah, we should. Oh, by the way, I've got this this shirt at the gathering. Pisses me off, man. When I went to get it, they only had four X left. Pisses yeah, this me shirt's off, dope as fuck, man. Dude, I love it. On the back, what's the, what's the say on the back? I forget. I don't know. 
uh, 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 a stalker says that's twisted's due to punch CP- cpn Ser- like seriously what like i like if you're trolling let me i mean i really want to know this is that true oh interesting the uh twisted's dude uh the dude oh, what the fuck is his name i can't remember his name but yeah i know that dude he's like a real big dude he's got like a mohawk or something and when uh twisted went to uh in many uh, headquarters, he went to the office. And CPN did. Oh, yeah. I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. yeah, and the guy apparently that guy punched him. <laughs> how how do you, how did you guys not see Hitler sitting on Jesse's bed? I don't remember that. What Hitler? I don't remember that. I'll go back and watch that shit, man. Hitler, like, was it a person that looked like Hitler, or did the person <laughs> actually have Hitler, like a like a doll or a picture of Hitler or something? That's crazy. Yeah, Dustin is their security guard. Yeah, yeah, that's his name, Dustin. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Wait, rewind it real quick. You want to rewind it? Sure. Look for Hitler. I mean, okay, this song is the shit, too. What more do we have to say about it? It's oh, awesome. oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, the first, like, four tracks are bangers You're- all the way through. Love them all. Yeah. There's no, I don't have anything really specific to point out, like, as far as, like, lyrics or anything, but there's Vinny. Is that Vinny? Yeah. Right. Come to the shows, and you know most of them are going to paint their faces just like their heroes, which are Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. Wait, was that Jesse's bed? Goes, dude. It's just all part of being a clown. I'm Violent J, dress up. I always dress up every time because we all. Eric. They started wearing it, so we wear. He's got the shittiest Everybody makeup. Oh my god, it oh, looks like shit, Vinny. Basically, to them, there's nothing fantasy about it. It's like it's what they're into. They're into the whole. Shut up, Alex. Carnival thing. Really yeah, Alex. You fucked. Existence. You fucked up, boy. Uh, Fuck you, Alex. Know them personally. I'm just trying. If Vinny used frosting. <laughs> Justin, man. Bro, y'all are fucking with me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see this Hitler bed, and y'all are just. Yeah, where where are we? I don't. There's Jesse. Okay. I have no clue where Hitler is. They're vile. They're rocky. They can't carry a tone. Uh, they can't even carry a rap. They suck. It's just not her taste of music. I'll turn it down. So I had a couple notes about track four. Are we on track four? I think we're only on track uh, three. Right okay. Now. Fuck the fuck off, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I would say the next track. This is a great song. I would say the next track is one of my in my top five favorite songs on this album. Too dope, T double O. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, that song is great. Yeah, that song is great. This song, I mean, this album is is fire. I mean, it's just I don't know. There's there's it, I don't know. The, the more you listen to it, you just you 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 have more respect for Shaggy's wordplay. Oh yeah. All right, fuck the shockumentary. We'll go over the. Sh- we'll do an episode on the shockumentary. We'll do a watch along. We do. We we need to. That'd be great. We for sure. I'll remember to. so much shit when we go back through it. Yeah. All right. So fuck that. Look out for that episode soon. Um, fuck the fuck off, motherfucker. And then it goes to the song "Too Dope," which is legit. Like love "Too Dope." One of the best Shaggy solo songs ever made. Yeah. I think. This might be my favorite song in the album. Let me look at the liner notes if you don't mind. There is uh, there's a classic sample used in this. That's one of my notes. This wasn't the one you were talking about earlier, though. No, 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 no. We'll go into that one when we get there. Look, all music written, produced, and arranged by DJ Clay and Shaggy Tito. 
Oh, that? You've heard that sample before. D-O-P, yeah, I don't know where that's That from. is an old classic sample I've heard in, in a lot of hip-hop. Okay. Not sure where that comes from. It says, one thing that's interesting is it says, all songs written by Shaggy Tudo, but then it says, Stretch Nuts and Fogging Up the Window written by ICP. I don't, Jay's not on Stretch Nuts, I don't think. So it's interesting that he gets a writing credit for that. Wow. Maybe maybe he wrote. Maybe he helped him come up with a story oh. or something. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, the easy ease on the hook here. Oh, that's that e. piano is fucking. Oh, dope! I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's easy. E. I just, I just love how he goes. I'm too dope. That's just yeah. so tight. Um, Shags would like to thank Renee first. He names it Renee, and then his kids th- next. I think Cyrus. I think is his little one. Isaac Mahala. Oh no, Ronan is the one. Lucha Ronan. So Cyrus and Isaac must be his older ones then. Maybe. Cyrus, Isaac, Mahala, Ronan, and Leona. One, this motherfucker has one, two, three, four, five kids. Damn. Okay. Uh, a, a Stalker, that beat, uh, are you talking about the sample on this song right now? Uh, it's from uh, Words by KRS1. Okay. Okay. Let me look that it's, up. It is from Welcome Into the... Uh, it's from... The beat is from Welcome Into the World by KRS-One. Yeah, I I, I know I've heard it before. I can't. I just didn't know where it came from. All right, here, let's pause it. I got speaking of KRS-One, that was a great fucking show. Oh, yeah. He he, he ripped it. KRS-One is a fucking legend. Like, I only casually paid attention to um, the That's all you needed to to notice how fucking good he was. Well, I was going to say all the rapper rappers. Like, I just kind of, we were handing out flyers and shit and meeting jugs while they played. But, like, as soon as KRS came out, like, he was the one, like, I popped over. I was like, all right, let me pay attention. He was fucking schooling. He commanded that. And most of that shit was freestyle, dude. He did a lot of freestyle. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Yeah, good call. Uh... Good call, Stalker. That that is exactly it. KRS One, step into a world, rapture's delight. Yeah. This Classic was just posted shit. in 2014. Wait. I wonder how old this song is, though. Oh, it's an older song, but uh, it makes sense because this is Shaggy's dream. Yeah, Shaggy's day, KRS One. So yeah. I mean, like. To D O P to he's like he's like F U C K O F F U motherfucker motherfucker you there that shit mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that's, that's a good call man like these yeah I mean you guys hold it down you guys yeah, I, yeah every time we got a question somebody's got the fucking answer bro I love it yeah like you guys got you guys got a plethora of knowledge and I fucking really appreciate it thank you so much. The live uh, fact checking. I, I love the jugs yeah. do that for us because we, we're we're pretty fucking ignorant to a lot of these concepts and shit. So when y- y'all blow our minds yeah. with that kind of shit, I love it. Well, you know, I don't. I it's just I, you know, unfortunately, I don't I don't spend the time and sit down and research it and try to get all my shit straight. But you guys like have it right. Like, how do you even like, remember those samples? Like, yeah, I remember hearing it. I knew that sample. That's crazy. I just right there. I knew yeah. it. I heard it. I just didn't know where it was from. But there is another famous sample on this album that I know where it comes from, and I made sure to look it up because yeah. I've known where it's come, where it came from. God, this song's tight. Thank you, DC, for wonder, bringing AU Stalker here. I wonder how much of the scratching uh, Shaggy did versus DJ Clay on this album. That's a good question. 
Because there's some sick scratching it's on this. It's very shit. dope. Yeah. I'm a juggalugalo. That shit's dope. I'm a juggalugalo. But yeah, Shaggy Shaggy took it back old school on this album. I mean, he's got a mix. He's got some new school sound and shit, but like, there's a lot of old school sound and shit, which is I appreciate. He paid homage to old school hip hop. He paid homage to the shit he loves. Yeah. You can hear it on this. Oh, there's a little skit. Uh, John Candy. Oh, yeah. He even, he shouts him out, I think, in that song. He says something about, yeah. uh, uh, from Unc- from what's the movie Uncle Tom or Uncle Buck Uncle Buck yeah. he he mentions Uncle Buck and then he has this clip and then it goes right into the next that's yeah. so perfect that's yeah. dope as fuck like well very well thought out um, D- DC said Lifelines phone a friend 50-50 and what's the last one according to something to do with the audience oh yeah poll the audience yeah we should have um like who wants to be a millionaire style uh, Lifelines like that where we phone a friend if we have a question <laughs> well you guys are literally doing all three of those things yeah. You guys make it easy. You really do. You make it easy to get on here and talk about shit because... I mean, our first episodes before we started having people regularly in the comments, yeah. like, we're when, just us speculating the whole time. Yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of the shit with the old, you know, the classic stuff, we already knew, you know, so it was easier. But, like, you know, as we get into these newer albums, it's, yeah. it's, it's harder because... Oh, and by the way, y'all keep commenting and schooling us. Like, if you see something in one of these videos and you're like, no, nah, I need to tell them it was this. Tell me. Put it in the comments. Message us. Whatever. I will read. I read every yeah. comment. And then well, I'm going to make a segment where we fucking give people props for schooling us on the well, truth. For example, you were telling me about what DC had mentioned about um, the, but, last, the Dark Lotus album. Yeah. I was. I can pull up his actual comment because um, I don't want to uh, take it out of context. Because... Uh, the pro- here's the issue we did the Dark Lotus album recently and I had listened to it but it hadn't stuck with me since then since I have bought Dark Lotus at the album uh, you know Earth Wind, Water <laughs> Mud, Water, Air and Blood Mud, Water, Air and Blood I had since I bought it at the gathering. I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna buy it." I've been listening to it, and that, I mean, that album is fucking amazing. Yeah, and now I don't know if I had realized that yet. By the time we did the uh, review of it, yeah, I, you know, but like I, I have spent more time with that, and I realized how fucking good that album is. And then the information I found out that you told me that you got from that, that DC had told yeah. you. I'm pretty sure it's DC. I couldn't find the comment. Unfortunately. I need to start saving them because yeah. DC, uh, I'm pretty sure DC left a comment about how they twisted. Had, he was like, this was important because twisted had left the label already. And then they came back just to do this album, but they took, they didn't get payment for it. it they just got masters. Okay. So they were hungry for those masters because they fucking came correct on that album. Oh yeah. They did not phone it in. No. <laughs> like they fucking came correct on that album. And it's like, and here, uh, my speculation on that now is, is like they, they did that. They came correct and even beyond correct because they wanted to fucking outdo ICP. They wanted to make sure they outdid them. Oh, maybe. Maybe, like, man. We're not only going to fucking do this album and do the job, but we're going to do it better than you could ever imagine we could do it. It's an interesting theory. And we're going to get these masters out of it. Yeah. And it, it, that just shows you how professional Twisted is, really. Like, well, you're speculating. 
Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, even if it's not that, I mean, even if it's just like, hey, we need you to do this album, we'll give you these masters, I know we're not cool, but do this album for us, they still came, it just shows you how professional they are, like, oh yeah, it, as their job, they came and did and the did, fucking job, did the job beyond, you know, what I would have ex- ever expected. I'll give them that, yeah. It's a great album. Yeah, it is. Like, it's probably, I would say it's probably my favorite Dark Lotus album at this point. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's a revelation. That's shocking. Yeah. I think it is very, very it's fucking good. amazing. It, I think it's. Oh, man. I like it because of the pagan feel. I, I do. I think the, as far the as paganistic like, feel of that album, I really like it. I think as far as uh, rapping abilities and like just fun to listen to, you might be onto something there. The nostalgia just gets me with the first two. I think. I mean, the first. I mean, Tales is obviously, in my opinion. Jay shines on that album. Some some all time favorite verses are on that album, but that album just as far as like just flexing and like just you know just just how big the the mud album sounds. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. They were on like another level. Yeah. Um. So, anyways. We didn't discuss um, the previous song, which was uh, the you, knife. You 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 really like the knife. Okay, yeah. let's go back to okay. that, man. Sure. Yeah, I fucking love this track. Yeah, the knife is dope. I love this track. The beat is funky and weird. Yeah. It's like a it's a straight up like yeah. ICP song. There there was there was a there was a thing at the end of um, too dope. Oh, okay. The track too dope where the kid says fuck off. I really yeah. that that really that yeah. was that that made me laugh. He's like fuck off. <laughs> um so I've talked about on this show about a shaggy solo album that um highlights all of his trades. Yeah. And I and I and the knife is one of them that I think I would throw on there. Like he's like a knife maker, knife maker, knife specialist, whatever. But I was thinking of calling. Uh, I, I I've wrestled with the title, but I'm thinking like sh- uh, Shaggy's trade secrets. Oh, that's good. Is it? I like that working title. I like that Shaggy's trade secrets. Yeah. Yeah. He's got knives. He's got bazookas. He's a butcher. He's all kinds of different shit. Right. Yeah. That's cool. So. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, but yeah, I would throw this on there. So what you need to do is do like a little, this might be off the show talk, but do like a little drawing of Shaggy and the, each, do, pick a style and draw him in this fucking style and then do a whole series of them like yeah. that. That'd be dope, bro. Yeah. Because I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Shaggy's a trade ex. I mean, he's, he's in the trades, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's fucking, he, he knows what he's but doing. Joey the, maybe Joey the Butcher is similar to Joey the Knife Expert. Well, yeah. I mean, if he's a butcher, he's got to know about knives. Yeah. So this, uh, I mean, these songs go together. Hmm. You know what I mean? He's uh, he, the, what's dope about this verse is he raps about it like it's his like girl. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. It's clever, you know. Uh, there's a line on this. Uh, it's on the second verse, I believe, where he says, uh, uh, "What does he say?" He says something about. He doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to split wood. Or he'd fuck it, but he doesn't want to split wood. <laughs> That's so good. So That's I so. thought I thought that was pretty good. He's got some good lines on here, man. <laughs> That's a good pun, bro. Yeah. Don't want to split wood. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely got some good lines on here. Um Yeah, I love that song though. Anyway. I wonder who's on the who's on this tonight I'm yours. Does it say in the um booklet? Oh, here I got it right here in front of me. Yeah. Sorry. 
It's not on there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder who does the like hook on this. Devil's trying to take good. Yeah, that's a good good question. I thought the same thing. Hmm. Uh, Maybe it's on. So this took me quite a few listens to understand this song. Yeah, this song's weird. But um, do you know what happens at the end? Oh, I, I I guess I don't remember what happens at the end. No, tell me. Okay. So the song is about what? This song is about. Obviously, he's given the the whole song's about him giving into the devil or yes. giving into the evil, giving into the evil. But if you pay attention at the very last verse, he lets a gr- he lets the girl go, and he oh, okay. and he says not tonight, or he says not this time. You're right. You're right. I did. I so I he actually he actually the whole fucking song. It took me a while to, to it took me quite a few listens because I thought this whole song was about just giving into the devil. But I but by the by the that last line at the end uh, the last verse I had stopped kind of you know every listen I would be like checked out by that point yeah same but once I finally listened it's like no he actually the song is about not giving into the devil he lets the girl go and he says he's not doing it so that's so, an interesting tidbit yeah so what's that say about him you think even the character Shaggy Tudo who's on the next within the next two songs has a full song about being a creep peeping in a window yeah which What's to that, say about him during this song which it, that that next song with the window fogging up the window is very i still don't quite understand that song yeah yeah it's a weird one um but no, jay spits on it i love does. jay's verses on those but i i don't I, yeah i have a hard time understanding what that song is quite about really yeah it's a tricky one yeah yeah, I don't know, man. I think Shaggy's Team Jesus. I, he, I think he said he said that on the uh, podcast before. He just, he literally has a giant cross tattooed on his back. Yeah, he said like I, that wouldn't surprise me. Why else would you get a giant cross tattooed yeah. on your back? Shaggy, I believe I said on the podcast we're Team Jesus over here, like real quick, just jokingly. It, but he, yeah, he's like, oh, we're we're Team Jesus over here, you know that yeah, type of shit. But, wh- but even, like, even jokingly, it tells you that like yeah. he's not into like evil. Like, yeah, I get what you mean. I believe he, re- you know, so I don't think he's going to church, no, or even reading the Bible. Yeah, but he's he's on Team Good, is what that says. Yeah, like you know. Uh, but yeah, this song is interesting. So maybe he is. I think for the most part of the song, he's just playing the character, yeah. and like I, I don't think he. Maybe he didn't even think too much about that. But even to be able to write it, I think here it is. Yep. Yeah, he says it was calling me, dragging well, me down, you, but not tonight. If you reverse it, he yeah. says he's holding her, but he lets her go. She make. But not tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he lets her go at the it's end. It's interesting. So. Like, I like that it's not just a song about like letting evil take control of you. It yeah. actually has an end to the story where he's yeah. like, ah, nah, I, I, I got control. So What up, Crutch? It's an interesting uh, insight. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, Crutch. I thought that was interesting after hearing this a few times and I finally caught that last line. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that, that yeah. makes it kind of cool. It makes it, the song it takes it up a level. Yeah. So this song's dickhead first before fogging up the windows. I forgot. 
This one doesn't. I mean, this one's okay. It doesn't like it. It, it never jumped out to me. This is in bottom tier. Yeah, with all the album. you know, and I li- and like seriously, I've I've been listening to this album all week. It's been in the car. I've been listening to it all week. And this this one just doesn't really jump out. <clears throat> I don't hate it, but. Yeah, it's all right. It's just all right. What if a track about what if a track about the witch? Jugga Crow 17? The witch? Yeah, I think he's saying what about the track about the witch? Like saying like the the song's about the devil. So I think um I I, I, I think let me make it clear. I don't think it I, I'm with you. I don't think that you're merely putting it out there that like Jay Shags are good. They only want to rap about good. Like I don't think that's what you're saying. And no. I, don't, I don't think that's what they're doing either. I think that they have the ability to tell a story from any perspective, but there's probably a piece of them deep inside or, or whatever that there's something that made Shaggy want to end the song like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. So I believe so. Yeah. So that said, like Hell's Pit, all the songs about the witch and the devil and whatever, I, they obviously have the ability to do that and should do that. And it's dope when they do that. All of the above. But where are they drawing the line between ICP and Joe and Joey? I guess. Yeah. I I just think that's one of the main things that is attractive about ICP's music is there is a. Um, complex mm. you know there's a good and evil complex in them because anyone who listens anyone on the outside who knows about icp what do they say oh all they rap about is murder and killing yeah, yeah. that's all motherfuckers say yeah literally yeah but they but don't it, they don't hear crossing the bridge they don't hear yeah. fucking the unveiling or uh homies or um I just named three songs off of the Wraith Shangri-La, but whatever other songs in that same vein, you know what I mean? There's a a hundred of them. Pass me by. Well, well, like I said, going back to, you know, the devil song uh, on this album, it's it's basically a summed up version of their entire career. We're going to trick you. You know, we didn't, you know, we're tricking you into talking about murder and I'm going to murder this girl, but I let her go in the end. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just another song that is, it's, it's, it ties up everything they've ever done and in, 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 in it represents like their style. Yeah, it's just I think it's it's nothing out of the ordinary, you know. I feel that. So good point. Usually when they're talking about killing people, it's a joke. Yeah. But that devil song on this album seems like it's a little more serious with the hook and shit. So he makes maybe he made sure to end it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Like he's not trying to convince people into giving into, you know, that type of shit. I feel that. I'll be honest. The second half of this, we're getting into starting to get into the middle of this album. The second half of this album is kind of forgettable because every time I listen to it, I, I start tuning out because those first like four or five tracks go so hard yeah. and then it just falls off. Um, that said, the album, the re- like, Dickhead is okay. It's bottom tier. This song is pretty dope, but it's just the subject matter is weird. Yeah, I still. Qu- if anybody knows what the song's truly about, I mean, is it is it literally just about like peeping Tom shit? I think so. I don't think there's a metaphor here because it, it seems like when Jay starts going in, like he's talking about more shit, but I don't. He's using stu- He's using his stylistic type of rap, so it's hard to follow his story. 
The hook, <laughs> the hook goes hard, though. It is. Well, Von J, the country singer, brings up a great question here. What? He says, who's to say they won't flip on the sixth card of the second deck like the whole God thing was a trick? Maybe. And they, like you're saying, they just come out and say, hey, we're Satanists. We're tricking you and thinking. I mean, I would love it if they did that. <laughs> I, would, I would think I that would be love cool. love it. I think that would be cool. Why not? Uh, I mean, not because it's evil, but because it's just like flipping again. Why not? Fuck it. And, yeah. then, the, and then the fifth card of the third deck, they're like 75 years old. They're like, just kidding, Juggalos. <laughs> we love Jesus. Uh, we love <laughs> Juggalos. <laughs> we're not sorry if we tricked you again. <laughs> We've tricked you three times. <laughs> We're full of tricks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, who knows? I mean. Nobody, man. You're such a fucking troll, man. Get out of here. He said, per usual, Keezy's wrong. He, that, that guy's, all he does, if you go in our Discord, by the way, all nobody man does is just troll and troll. <clears throat> You're wrong about what? He's a good guy. I'm just fucking with you, but uh, I think he's saying that the bottom half of the album is bad or whatever, or yeah. not as good, but somebody did mention, uh, oh, he said Psychopathic Soldiers on it, which I do think is the best song on the second half no joke psychopathic soldiers dope but i mean excuse me stretch nuts is the second best song in the second half. stretch nuts is my favorite song on the album it's great my favorite song on the album uh love stretch nuts but what nobody man what if that's what you're saying what makes the second half better than the first half I've nobody man likes to be contrarian. Yeah, he loves anything somebody says. He loves to yuck your yum, <laughs> yuck your yum. <laughs> he loves it. So don't don't give too much credence to. Him. He's a good guy, but I know what he's doing over there. Well, uh, oh, thirty six inches, bitch. Speaking of this track, does anybody recognize the sample right here? That reminds. I think it's from. Um, you do you remember those like middle of the night like CD infomercials where they would say like it'd be like Enya and shit on like a yeah. smooth this song was on there right this is one of those like Enya smooth like uh like background Maybe. music songs because I don't think this is quite a, a hip hop music it wasn't yeah. a sample from hip hop music but it was a beat that, that this was sampled that's from that's the there vibe was, I get yeah um if anybody knows it let me know because this sample is used across the board of hip-hop for many, many years. This is a classic sample that's been used. Does anybody know that? This is such a dope song. That West Coast, like... Love it. Every time we fuck, we both get stuck in tango. <laughs> and starting your verse like that is so ballsy. Pun yeah. intended. That, God damn. Every time we fuck, <laughs> our shit gets entangled. Oh, it's so fucking dope, bro. God damn. Uh, DC says he'd have to go look. His homie schooled him in this album, so he'd have to go look. But if anybody knows this sample, I know this sample. I uh, double checked it to make sure it was right and everything, but I I remember looking the sample up years ago because of another Juggalo favorite rapper used it. <clears throat> but actually, in our uh, there's a uh, Columbus where we're from has a radio station, a hip hop radio station, and they would play like a Friday or Saturday night DJ mix 
and they would use this sample for like the bumpers of the entire like uh, show. Did you find out what the sample was? I know what the sample is. Okay, you want me to pull it up? I'm ju- I'm just asking if anybody else knows. Ah, nobody's said it yet. It's not the most. It, I mean, it's a pretty prominent sample in this song. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. A lot of people, there there seems to be a big thing about this sample. People look for this song. When they hear this sample in something, because it's been used a million times, Yeah, people look for this song. They want to know where it's at, and it takes them a while to find it, usually. And when they find it, it's like, oh my god, I actually found where the song comes from. The song, the sample comes from uh, Art of Noise. Oh, yeah. Moments in Love? Moments in Love. Sorry, I'm going to pause this and play Art of Noise real quick. Yeah. And this has been used throughout hip-hop for a long time. And there's actually another Juggalo favorite rapper that has used this in one in a, in a pretty big song early in his career. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but to me, this is, this is a famous sample. Yeah, yeah. I've heard this a million times. Yes. So it's just an instrumental song? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. DC, you're right. Tech Nine has used this. Uh, what look, song was it? Look Tech up Nine Tech Nine. Now it's on. Ah, okay. Now it's on. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yep. And he's got like, he's got all his other rappers rapping with him on there and shit. And they just, they kill this song. Vintage Tech. Yep. Yep. There it is. Yep. That's where I've heard it. Oops. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you're right. Now. I've looked this before Vintage Tech came out. I had this song because I downloaded all Tech Nine's early shit yeah. before this album even came out. And I remember like in 2003, 2002, 2003, when I first got hip to Tech Nine, I looked up all his old shit, got it all. You know, so you already heard that shit. Had this all burn on discs and stuff. And. I remember that sample even back then because our radio station used it. And a lot of DJs use that sample. So, yeah. Yeah, that shit is a dope sample. Uh, Crazy Bones used it. A lot of other rappers I think, used it. I think Shaggy did it justice, bro. Yeah. I doubt Order of Noise would like the subject matter their uh, sample was used on, on that in that case, but I love it. Oh, is it just one other dude? Uh, DC on that song? On that Tech Nine song, yeah, on that Tech Nine song, is it just one other guy? He said Lee Joe, Lee Joe, whoever. Whoever that, I mean, I've listened to that song a million times, and that dude rips it. I mean, fucking absolutely rips it. So, so this song, Electric Kool Aid, is the probably the most weirdest track. Well, I say the second weirdest track on here, but one of the weirdest tracks ICP's ever done. Yeah, this is an obnoxious track. It's not fun to listen to. I don't like it. It's got this weird, like, robot noise. It's, it's and goofy. He's rapping about being on crack. It's goofy. I, I'm not a fan of it. It's so out there. Yeah. I mean, I I, I give it, you know, I'll, I'll give them props for being creative and trying something with it, but it was it's wild. It's a really wacky. It's an experimental song. Nobody man says he loves it. Of course, that's. I mean, that's cool. I'm glad you like it. It is. It's very like. 
Like, next thing you know, he's gonna tell us he loves stale wind too. I mean, <laughs> it definitely puts me in a uh, like like a uh, not calm state, and I guess that's the point of it. So, it's doing its job. There, there are the, there are points of the song I like. Like this ain't bad. It's pretty cool, but the beat switches so many weird yeah. times and. Like yeah, it just it goes into the obnoxious hook. Nobody man says stale wins a fifteen out of ten. <laughs> uh, what a fucking troll, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. Don't ask me is the next track. <clears throat> the next few tracks are like I don't remember them at all. Uh, Vontae, the country singer, says it's very experimental and accurate. I love it, too. Uh, so I've never smoked crack. I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how accurate it is, but I've been around crackheads. I was actually friend with a, friends with a crackhead, and they, really? were, they were crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, anybody I know? Uh, did you ever know that Debbie chick? Our buddy Ben knew her. Mean, mean Ben. She Paul, jumped. Paula's friend, Debbie. I was just no, talking about her last no, 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 week. No, no, you no, didn't no. know who it was. No, not Paula's friend. Okay. No, then no. Quick story. Me and Dan, <clears throat> me and Ben. Our buddy Ben. By the way, that's another sample. That's like yeah, an that Aerosmith is. sample or some shit, right? Yeah, so I, I don't know. It could be. Sounds like Aerosmith. Okay, that's a dream good. on maybe. This this record's full of them. Full of samples. I wish I knew them all. The beat goes hard on this song. Anyways, I'm sorry. You said Ben does something. something with no, our, my uh, I knew a crackhead. I had some. Uh, <clears throat> I had some uh, junk weed. Traded it for a rock. You did? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because I was gonna sell it. Okay. Because the junk weed I had was junk, so I traded it for a little rock. So I was going to get, sell that rock, get a little bit more money. Well, the night ended with the crackhead Debbie on Ben's hood, like holding on while he was like backing up and shit and like pulling out of the parking lot. She was like, Oh my God. Give me. Like, yeah, it was crazy. So that was after you gave her the rock? No, I never gave it to her. Oh, so she wanted the rock. She wanted the rock. She said she was going to buy it, didn't have the money. So we left. She jumped on the hood. She chased the car and jumped on the hood. Damn. Crack must be awesome, dude. (laughs) It has to be awesome. Uh, I was, (laughs) to be. I mean, I was never a crack. I never sold crack. That was just a one-time incident where I was trying to get rid of this punk ass weed. I ended up in the hood, and these motherfuckers took it and handed me a rock, and I, I like could do nothing. Uh, there was nothing I could do about it. it must be incredible, man. Yeah. I need to try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But uh, this song yeah. is pretty dope, though. All right, moving on. Yeah, it's all right. It's a pretty good song. Don't hate it. I don't remember this song at all. This one's pretty good. I like it. It's got a nice little, um, you know, it's got a positive kind of feel to it. DJ Clay crushed it on this song, on this album. Yeah, I would say so. I like that it's uh, produced by one producer. Yeah. Main Shaggy. Obviously. Yeah, it ties it all together. Uh, Juggalo's in the chat. Am I correct? And I, I think I heard this at one point. Did was was uh, Otis working on this album with Shaggy, and then when the whole shit happened, when Otis left, Shaggy restarted this album, or he like, or at least the music. 
Because I remember Shaggy wasn't in the big Fago Lovers interview where he was talking about they were working on this album, him and Otis. Bro, literally, look at the comment Crush just left. What does it say? Was this album? Was this the album that was recorded by Otis? Oh, okay. <laughs> right, as, like right before you no. said that, he, he mentioned. It. That's funny. I mean, was it recorded or produced by Otis? Yeah, that's a good question. I be, I mean, he's not even mentioned on this shit. It might have been recorded by Otis. Otis could have been the engineer of this album, but they just had to change the music. I don't know. By the way, the album cover on this, we never mentioned that. Very, very Oh, dope. yeah. Love course. it. Really dope. Uh, Gage says uh, probably Otis was their boy for everything. Well, I, re- I remember a specific line that Shaggy said in that Fago Lovers interview where he was like, yeah, we're me and Otis were sitting in the studio. We were, we were together every day working on my album. Mm. Oh, yeah, you're right. So w- what happened with that? Mm. He's not in the credits, so obviously they had to change the music. They either scrapped some shit yeah. or, or re- yeah, maybe had Clay come in and read it. So maybe all these songs are secretly remixes. Uh, Nobody Man says, I think he produced two songs for this album. They had to scrap just two songs? Jesus. I, th- I figured it would be like the entire album. Um, this song's cool. I don't like that noise in the hook. It's a little obnoxious. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like the call and response shit here. That's dope. I like the West Coast noise. Yeah, there's a lot about this song I do like. All right. It, it, it isn't a bad song. I didn't give it credit. I think Sugar Slam in there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It doesn't mention her. I think so. Crutch says he hated the album cover, but it grew on me. I don't know. I, I really liked it. I always liked it. I always liked the album cover. I thought it was cool. It's got that graffiti paint look. Yeah, he said, I wish the vinyl was colored. That's why I was, I just checked it a minute ago because I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's, it's just black. Um, even the, uh, I looked at the Shining vinyl I, since I bought that at the gathering. That one's cool. It's like, I think it's clear or whitish, translucent. It's pretty cool. But yeah, that one just being black is a little whack, but. How does this album stand up to his last solo album? Uh, everybody, I mean. I think it blows it out the water. Really? Yeah. The last one's forgettable, I think. It was, it was an okay album, but this one is the shit. Yeah. I need to go back and listen to that last one. I need to see if there's any trade, Shaggy's trade secret songs on there. You did mention, yeah, you did mention that um, you wish this song, this album was shorter. Yeah, which, which that that's the thing with everything. I wish most albums were shorter. Like a 12 track album, 12 track album. Give me a 15 track album. Three of those tracks can be skits. Okay. You know, yeah. and I think that would eliminate some of the songs that aren't, you know, some of the filler. Yeah. Like this one. Yeah. I'm this not, song's, a, this not song's a huge pretty, fan of it. I don't remember. I cannot like listen to this song. It just like, yeah. as soon as it starts playing, I, fr- I stop paying attention. It's boring to me. I don't know. Maybe I need to keep listening to it. Yeah. Yeah, there could have been maybe one or two songs, even off Death Pop, could have got rid of. 
On the squirrel, on the squirrel from Ice Age, getting that nut. <laughs> pretty dope reference. Only a dad is making that reference. I, I do, as a dad, I do love that shit. Where like I hear, even Jay does it sometimes too. Where I'm like, bro, you wouldn't even know that unless you were a dad. <laughs> yeah. I like that shit. All right, I'm moving on. Next song, Psychopathic Soldier. This song's a standout track on this album, I think. Yeah, um, this is a good one. Um, this this is the first, I think, like out there twisted disc that uh, they've put out there. Yeah. See, I, I didn't really catch that. I don't. It's hard for me to catch ICP psych, like ICP's disses. Well, because they diss like the masses usually. It's like yeah. they're dissing the public, the haters, the general ideas of people, bigots, rednecks, but. You could tell in the second verse there he's talking to Swiss. Yeah. I'm I'm almost positive. Whoop whoop seventeen ninjas and salty baggins. We see y'all. And the Sagage says gloomy Sunday was pretty good. Yeah, I remember I I same. I've only listened to it once, but I remember being very impressed by that. I need to go I, I never did listen to that. Yeah. I skipped it. I'll give it a chance. And it's only like and six or seven. Yeah, times. and it's short, and that's one reason why I like it so much. Only one listen, I was like, this album's fire. Yeah, this album, I mean, this song's pretty sweet. With the piano, that, uh... It's got, like, the marching band drum. Yeah. Yeah, good shit, man. Yeah, this song is a banger and a diss. That's what 17 Ninjas says, yeah. Nobody 17, 17, 17. You're talking about the last track? Yeah. Don't even go there, man. That fucking last that last shit is weird as shit. We're man. gonna listen to that song in full. We're gonna listen to it silence in full. Oh man. But yeah, man. Here we go. Let's this is his second verse dissing twisted. Listen. Okay. Hold on, listen, let's go back a little bit. I think that line is what sealed the deal. He said never would have been shit without the hatchet. Yeah, let's go. Here you go. Still pretty vague, but there's a couple lines yeah. in there where you know he's like turncoats. He's say, like, thanks for taking out the trash. I was gonna say he's get they're getting the business into the gat. Are you gonna shoot him? Shay? I know, man. I, <laughs> you, you really gonna shoot him, Shay? <laughs> like, damn, bro, that's a threat. Uh, you got one of them bangs down here, bro? Yeah, I get you one. I'm finna get a bang up in this motherfucker. Yeah. You wanna? Oh, this yeah. is raspberry. Right. Raspberry and schnashberries and schnashberries and crabberries. <laughs> Isn't um, Revolution 17 a cover of the Beatles? I don't know, is it? Damn, dude, that's blowing my mind. I think so. Really? Yeah. What's the Beatles song called? Something Revolution. Let me, right? let me Google it. 
I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know shit about the Beatles. They're, they have one called Revolution Nine. Yeah, it samples Revolution Nine. Or they have God, a song. Called, yeah, they have a song just called Revolution. Yeah, I know that song. It's not this. If you want to have a revolution, yeah. To have a revolution. Hey, it's the Beatles. I mean, I love this song. I love I love a lot of the Beatles. All right, the Revolution 9. But I don't know if that, I mean, does it sample that? I don't remember. No, it's not that song. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. This is Revolution 9. Everyone in the field at this time went. Nine? Number nine? Yeah. Yeah. Close. Revolution 9. It's a different song. Yeah, that's it. Damn. See? Learning shit. That's crazy. See? Yeah, man. These motherfuckers got it. You guys got it down. I know that. All right, let's listen to it. It says Revolution 17 outro, and it's almost five minutes long. What What made him... Is, is the Shaggy like the Beatles? Maybe. If you want to have a revolution, yeah. Keezy isn't a fan. Carver gets the appeal, but it's not his cup of tea. As far as what, Beatles? I think you're talking about Ouija. Oh, Ouija. Because uh, Salty Baggett says, I've only been listening for a short while. What's your overall opinion of Ouija Mac? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. We don't we don't hate Ouija Mac. We like the man. Just I, we don't we don't really bump his music. Thanks. Yeah, I, I when it comes to hip hop. I am definitely an old head. I do like I, I like I like the uh, not that anybody gives a fuck, but I like slower. I like lower BPMs with beats. Uh, Ouija uses those kind of trap style beats that have higher BPMs. I like the lower BPMs around 80 something, 90 something, Cla- you know, the classic boom bap type shit. It's my favorite kind of fucking hip hop. Uh, and I like and I like. When you rap on those kind of beats, it's it's a lot harder to rap with the beat. Like Ouija raps on beats that you know he's like at it, bet it, bet it, bet it, bet You know what I mean? Like, and it's that, to me that's really easy to rap that way. As to where when you slow the beats down, because, the BPMs down, you have you could, to be more stylistic and more, you have to pay attention and, 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 and use a lot of different type of structures to rap with a slower kind of BPM in those older school style beats. And I, I don't know. I just like that. I like sampled beats. I like funk. I like bluesy sounding soul funk on shit. And newer beats are just more synth and it's more of a... A fast pace, but uh, just a locked in a one style kind of sound in that new shit. So I don't hate it, but it's just not my thing. I don't know if I'm just like, maybe I'll give Ouija this. Maybe his shit's too deep and it's over my head. That's a, that is a possibility. I haven't listened to it and paid enough attention to get that. So I will say that I don't know. Maybe I am just stupid in that regard. But when I listen to it, like I can barely pay attention to the lyrics because they just seem like 
they're just scattered. They don't mean anything. He's just saying a line, then another line, then another line, then yeah. another. And often you could take those same lines and copy and paste them on the next beat. And it sounds like another Ouija Max song yeah. to me. They all are just him saying lines yeah. about designer clothes or juggalo shit or killing. It's yeah. And like ICP, they do that on certain songs maybe, but when I listen to them, I want, I want this line to have something to do with the next line. Yeah. And then I want to, or sometimes I want a story or sometimes I want some cohesiveness. His shit just, it sounds like just scattered lines of like, not where not a lot of time was spent on them. No. And that's all that's kind of where it boils down. And that me. could be, I don't know. Ouija could take a month to write one song. I have no clue, but it to me it doesn't sound like it. To yeah. me, it sounds like you could write them kind of songs in one day. It sounds yeah, it sounds like Devereaux gave him a pile of yeah. beats. He rapped to literally every single one. Like it sounds like a lot of shit you can just freestyle it. And if exactly. and if he is freestyling that shit, that's cool. I mean I, I give respect to freestyle too. I could I could legitimately write and record a Ouija Max style song in the course of we, us doing one of these shows. Cause I don't think much time yeah. needs to go into the writing process for those. Yeah. And if we, and if Ouija is freestyling his songs, that's fine. But I also, I also listen to a lot of freestyle rap. And to me, I, uh, to me, that's not good freestyle. I think good freestyle is you can tell a story, you can have punchlines and you can you do all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't know. I'm not going to say if you can if you can freestyle a song that takes skill. I mean, and if sure. that's what he's doing, if he's, I can't do that. if he's literally just going in the studio and just literally rapping, whatever, well, that's fine. People give um, Lil Wayne props because they say that's what or I'm sorry. No, I don't think Lil Wayne might do that, but his I think Lil Wayne is one of those rappers where he sounds like he's like rapping about some bullshit, but he actually his that shit has actually like hand picked. So I'm yeah. not going to sit here and shit talk Lil Wayne, but Jay-Z, I think, is an example of this where. I think he does go in and just freestyle over beats and it sounds pretty fucking dope, but I think he gets a lot of credit for that alone. Yeah. So if that's the case, I'll give him his props. If that's what Ouija's doing, then great. It's that shit is not for me. No. I want well-written crafted lyrics. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I want crafted songs. I don't even want lyrics. I don't want bars. I yeah. want a well-crafted yeah. song. Beat. Well, lyrics, I, want, I rap, want it all. Voice. Yes. I want it all. And ICP like, does that for scratches that is for me most of the time. Yeah. It's just like, uh, there's things about Ouija. That's cool. Like, but to me, it's mainly just background sound. Yeah. You put it on and it's background sound. Like I don't, there's, it just doesn't, I, I don't care to like, there's no, there's not one Ouija song. I like care about what his next yeah. line is, what he's, what he's saying, what, what he's getting at, what, what the end's going to be, what, how he's going to wrap up. There's nothing. It's literally just like a cool sounding background song. And I think that's the main, that's the main thing about what n this newer hip hop is. That's been yeah. around for, it's been around for a while. This newer kind of sounding hip hop. It's been out for a good decade now, but I think that's all it is. It's literally just a sound. It's an image and a sound. Yeah. And it's, it, there's really, there's no need to have anything else more than that nowadays. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, people want content. They don't want, they don't want shit that motherfuckers don't want music that they're going to bump. And then like to keep picking apart for months or even years, they want, get right, Give me the next new shit. All right. Now give me the next new shit. All right. Give me yeah. down the next, like it, that, that's just how it is these days. Yeah. And Ouija is doing that. So more power to them. I'll, I stick with the old school style of 
I want handcrafted, well-crafted, well-thought-of shit that maybe even takes you months yeah. or years. I prefer that to yeah. pumping out content every couple months. Yeah, so uh, 17 Ninja says, we just took a few listens uh, when he first came around, but I like his music at work. It gets gets you hyped. And I'll okay. give you that. Background yeah. music. And I'll give you that. Again, background music, it, it might get you hyped. If it if you're in the gym, if you're working, it's, it's those BPMs they use to make those beats, that's that's how those beats yep. are designed. They're designed to be, you know, hyped, crowd pumping type of music. Yep. Even though it's it's like a, it, even though it's like on a downer kind of fucking sound. Yeah, you know, it's like. It's not like an upbeat. Like, oh, sorry. It's not like an upbeat. Like, get geeked, yeah. get geeked. You know, that's a more happy upbeat as to where. That new uh, trap shit, it's like, it's upbeat, the BPMs are fast, but it's downer music. Yeah. It almost seems, like, the feeling-wise. Yeah. Emotion-wise, it's downer music, but the BPMs are upper, where it gets your blood pumping, but it gets your mentality down. I don't I don't know how to explain it, but that's one of the main reasons why I don't like it, is it makes me, it, it almost depresses me. It makes me depressed to hear it. It's vibey. Yeah, that's what they. That's what it is these days. That's what they yeah. call that vibey. No, yeah. and that and Ouija Mac is in. He's he's in. He's not in the same genre as ICP. If you ask me, no, no, no honestly, no, I wouldn't say so. No. So that's and that's uh, honestly the truth as to why it's not appealing to me. Even though it's Juggalo music, but it's a different genre, and I'm just just not feeling yeah. that. But I, I don't like, like. I don't like. But that's I don't like any music in that genre. So yeah, I it's don't not, either. It's, it's, it's not, not Ouija personally. Exactly. It's not a slide on Ouija. Yeah, and, I, I haven't liked any modern rap mostly. I yeah. don't like much modern rap at all. You know, Ouija or I think it, maybe it was even Devereaux. Oh no, I'm sorry. I don't want to misquote this, the wrong person. One of it was some one of those beat makers guys. He I seen he posted on Twitter like the other day. Like, look, if you hate, he said like. Um, Hating somebody's music doesn't make you a hater. Or not being a fan of somebody's music doesn't make you a hater. Yeah, of course. Hating the person makes you a hater. I've never fallen in that hater shit. Yeah. And I've been called a hater a million times. And I've, whatever, I don't give a fuck. That doesn't phase me. You can call me a hater all you want. It does not phase me. Yeah. Because half the time I'll fucking eat it up and I'll claim it. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm a fucking hater. What? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, why not? But like, I'm really not. I don't hate Ouija. I, I was very entertained by his performance. Yeah, same. And from the very get go, day one, when they dropped Ouija and they fucking unveiled Ouija to the, to the psycho, to the world was in our city. Yep. We, I was at that show. Yeah. And day one, when I saw Ouija on stage, I was like, this guy can perform and he knows how to fucking handle a crowd. Yeah, he did a great job. That Even that day. And yeah. That was brand new. That was brand first time I saw him. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I'm, you know, this isn't my kind of music, but this guy can handle a crowd. He knows what he's doing. He's obviously good at this shit. And I'll give Ouija that. He does. He's one of the only artists that Psychopathic have ever had, besides like, you know, the family era shit that can control the juggalos. Yeah, he, he he he's doing a good job, and yeah. he's, he's he tapped into something that maybe a lot of jugglers didn't know they wanted or needed, and it's speaking to them, and more power to them. You yeah. know. So so on that tip, I have no problem with Ouija Same. in the juggler world. Yeah. When he's on stage, I'll watch. Yep, because I he does entertain me. I'll support him in any way I can. Yeah. Like I mean, honestly, I'm not, I probably won't buy like his merch and shit, but I I I like what he's doing. Yeah. So keep it up. It's just you know. 
Yeah. You you probably let's just put it this way: we're probably not going to be reviewing any Ouija on here. Like <laughs> at this I mean, point, I mean, it, it would be a boring show. Yeah, there's just not. I don't have a. There's not much. I you know, it doesn't vibe with me. So mm-hmm. how could I review something that's not really a big viber on my on you know the way I feel and shit? So I feel it. But I can. I mean, I can talk about Ouija forever. But really, I mean. Um, I get it, man. Whatever. We can rant about Ouija all day. I will say one thing. All the girls you brought on stage was, I like that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Shit. Um, didn't mean to do that. Um, Ouija's, uh, gothic slut game is on point. Bro. Yeah. God, exactly. I love it. I love it. He's, if anything, at least he's bringing more gothic skanks yeah. to, to my eye. He has a very, he has a very cool look. I mean, uh, I think it was Gage who said that he looks, he literally looks like the hatchet man. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> like if you turn him to the side and give him a hatchet he looks like the hatchet literally yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny if he just grew a little beard a little go yeah. um all right man let's wrap it up i was going to do you want to real quick i thought it might be fun i, I had his number do you want to try to call our guy just to call him see if he answers yeah. blindside him let's do it just for the fuck of it let's just do it i mean if he's busy he's busy but yeah we can try to call him <laughs> it might be fun See how this goes. It's like his business phone number too. Bazooka Joe, what up? He said Juggle Rewind needs to do a season of Ouija with special guests. You two, oof. Ah, I don't know about that. I love I love those guys though. Uh, Juggle Rewind, they're doing uh, Wizard of the Hood. It's pretty dope so far. Oh, nice. They did a, their first episode. They did a really cool history of like the Wizard of the Hood that was on like Dog Beats and the Wizard of Del Rey that was on Intelligence of Violence. Like yeah. they talk about all that and how they're different. It's it's very dope. They those guys. If you want like real deep dives on shit like that, like man, check them out. They're fucking doing the work it's, that I don't want to do for sure. It's definitely cool how the Wizard of you know the Wizard of th- that whole concept was that early on. I yeah. Mean, from the very beginning. And then, it, you know, 10 years later, they made it into this like masterpiece of a fucking album. Yeah, man. Very, very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just get the fuck out of here. We'll get our guy on next time. Um, what side of Seabus, Rodney? We're in, we're on the Southeast side. Yeah. Southeast Columbus. Grew up on the East side, but yeah, about, yeah, East side, Southeast side. I'm, I'm more on the East side. I mean, I'm, I guess we're about, we're close. We're Southeast side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, that's it. Got anything else to say, man? That's it. All right. Well, let's um shuffle the fuck up on out of here. We'll slide this one back into the deck. See y'all next Shut week.